Hello and welcome to this edition of the Ian Abernethy podcast. You can watch videos and listen to other podcast episodes by visiting www.ianabernethy.com. So, without further ado, here's Ian Abernethy. Hello everyone, I'm Ian Abernethy and welcome to the latest podcast. Uh, as most of you know, we got a bonus podcast out a couple of weeks ago as well. So uh, that was a longer podcast, you know, it was over an hour. Uh, and this one, I'm, I'm aiming it to keep it round about the half an hour mark as well. Because I know some of you like the longer ones, some of you like the shorter ones. So I'm, I'm trying to do do my best to uh, give everybody everything. <laughs> and probably in the result, giving nobody nothing. But we'll, we'll keep trying, you know. So uh, for those who like the shorter podcasts, that's what this is this month. Uh, before I get into the main body of this month's podcast, I've got a couple of quick announcements for you. Uh, first thing is the uh, trips to the USA this year. Uh, from the 7th to the 9th of October, I'm teaching in uh, Missouri. Uh, if you want to find details on that, if you go to the main page of the website, ianabernethy.com, go halfway down under special announcements, you'll see a link there. You can click it and that has uh, all the information, um, forms for applications and, and all the details everything you need can be found on that page uh really looking forward to that from we've got people coming from all over america apparently and uh, even as far afield as canada so again really looking forward to that and looking forward to meeting a few of you there so that that's something that hopefully will be of interest i'm also in america in uh, in colorado in july that's at mark mcyoung's animal list uh, barbecue that's a closed event it's not open to people outside the, the animal list but i know some of you uh, are on that list and they've told me that you're going to be there. Uh, really looking forward to that. Chris Wilder's going to be there. I always like spending time with Chris. Uh, Rory Miller is going to be there. I'm looking forward to meeting Rory again, as well as some people I've never met before, like uh, Peyton Quinn. Been a big fan of Peyton Quinn stuff for quite a while, so it's going to be nice to finally meet him, and, and plenty of other people as well. So um, for the podcast listeners that are members of the Animal List, looking forward to seeing you uh, at the barbecue in July. Uh, the next bit of news is the uh, online videos. Uh, thanks to Bart, um, I met Bart, <laughs> uh, Bart when I was recently teaching in Belgium. Uh, Bart gave me the suggestion, guided me through the process. So if you're enjoying the online videos, you have Bart to thank for those. Uh, and so what, anyway, what Bart suggested was that I get a little handheld uh, video camera and take it with me everywhere I go. Uh, film stuff at the classes when I'm training, the seminars, and and so forth. So we've been uh, we've been doing that. And uploading them to um, YouTube and to obviously ianabernethy.com. Uh, uh, the name of the YouTube channel for all that stuff is Practical Kata Bunkai, or one word. So if you go to YouTube, you can find that easy enough. Uh, I'm aiming to add one video a week. That's the, that's a plan. More if I can, but a minimum of one a week, in the hope that uh, it'll quickly build into a nice little open library there for for everyone. Um, so uh, if you want to know when new videos are, are added, then obviously keep an eye on ianabernethy.com or uh, follow me on Twitter at, at ianabernethy, uh, I-A-I-N-A-B-E-R-N-E-T-H-Y or um, uh, Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash ianabernethy. Uh, you know, I like Facebook, absolutely love Twitter. I really, really do like Twitter. Uh, all the tweets that are sent to me come directly to my mobile phone. So wherever I am, you know, it's instant direct access. I love the immediacy of it. I love the fact that I can communicate uh, with everybody that way. So um, it's great. And thanks to everyone as well who's um, liked the Facebook page and who's following me on Twitter. The numbers have gone up quite a bit uh, recently, and uh, I appreciate that. And 
and if you want to support those videos and these podcasts, obviously, you know, encourage other people to um, to sign up to the newsletters or follow me on Twitter or like the Facebook page, you know, because it's all good and it all helps. So, anyway, keep an eye out for those videos. I hope you, you enjoy what we've put up so far. Um, and the as well, just to other people who need thanks for those is... Um, as you know, on the shopping side of the site, there's a, a donations section. If people want to make, you know, small donations to the, all the free stuff we put out, like the videos and these podcasts and things, um, then that's a way in which you can do it. As well as, you know, the usual stuff. You buy the books and the DVDs. That obviously all contributes into the pot as well. Um, but what I did was that the, from the people who'd made uh, donations to the podcast and stuff, that was I used that money to buy that camera. So it's those people who've uh, facilitated those videos. So thank you um, very much for uh, for that. So yeah, check that out. Practical uh, Katabunka is the name of the YouTube channel. Um, you can subscribe to, to uh, the YouTube channel or follow us on uh, Twitter or Facebook to find out what new videos are up there. And if you check out what we've already got, I hope that you find it uh, interesting. Okay, so uh, the main theme for this month's podcast then is visualization training. Uh, it's something that I'm a great believer in, that, I, that I've made uh, use of for decades, uh, since I was about 14 years old, I think. Um, I, I found it to be a very effective uh, supplement to your physical training, and I hope that you do too. If you're already using visualization training, I hope my take on it is, is something that you find interesting. And if you're not, then I hope that the uh, the podcast will encourage you to make it part of what you do, because it's a very um, useful, beneficial, and powerful tool. Um, it, it, it can really help supplement your, your physical training and help get your mental side of your game right as well. So yeah, so uh, I'll. Uh, I think that's enough from this introduction. I hope you enjoy the uh, the discussion on visualization, and we'll begin that uh, now. In this month's podcast, I want to discuss my personal take on visualization training. This is where we rehearse a given task or scenario in our minds in order to help us prepare for the reality of that task or scenario. Although I'm no sports psychologist or any other kind of psychologist for that matter, visualisation is something uh, that I've made great use of over the years and I've found it to be a very useful tool. And from the start we need to make it clear that visualisation training is no substitute for physical practice. Uh, it can, however, be a great supplement to that practice when done correctly. Visualisation training can help uh, contribute towards the development of skill and fitness and it can even help boost confidence and uh, develop a positive self-image. If we can see ourselves being successful in our mind's eye, our subconscious counts this as a positive experience and hence adjusts our self-image accordingly. Those positive performances in our minds also make replicating those positive performances in reality much more likely. Now, this may sound strange to some, but positive visualisation is a scientifically proven tool that is much used in elite level sport. I mean, have you ever noticed, like a high jumper, how they'll pause, close their eyes uh, before jumping, or you know, rugby players will centre themselves and before kicking a try, or the bobsledder who closes his eyes and goes through the entire course in their mind, twitching and bobbing their heads from side to side as they do before they actually race the course. What all those sportsmen and women are doing is visualising a successful play before doing it for real. Uh, visualization is also a fundamental part of martial arts training. You know, we're often told to see our enemies when we're doing kata or when we're shadow fighting. Um, and when we do that, we're engaging in visualization training. That mental rehearsal has been shown to improve performance and the past masters were well aware of this. As I said, it's no substitute for partner practice, but when a partner is not available, such practice can greatly augment that partner practice. 
um, away from sports and conflict, virtually every successful person I've ever met, regardless of their chosen field of excellence, makes use of visualisation to some degree. Numerous studies have shown that positive visualisation can have a marked effect on self-image and performance. Um, some studies have even shown that just through visualising going for a run, people actually improve the fitness, or that by visualising strength exercises, people actually become stronger. Now, of course, you know, visualisation training does not lead to the same level of improvement as physical training. Uh, but again, we can see how visualisation can be a great supplement to both our martial endeavours and our lives outside the dojo. The fundamental reason why visualisation works is that our subconscious is very poor at determining what is real and what isn't. As an example, if you know you watch a frightening or suspenseful film, it's highly uh, likely that you'll experience uh, a sensation of fear or increased heart rate or whatever. But you know the image on the cinema screen isn't real, it can't actually harm you, but your subconscious acts as if the image was real. Likewise, if we can project positive images into our mind's eye, the subconscious believes that the visualised success is real. Um, although muscles do not move, the nervous system is nevertheless stimulated. Uh, such a mental practice can also actually improve technique. The successful experience in your mind is also counted as real, and therefore can adjust your self-image and level of confidence accordingly. Uh, but of course that can work both ways. You know, If we inadvertently visualise negative things, which many people do by default, it will have a negative effect upon us. It is therefore very important to keep the images in our mind positive during visualisation. Uh, we need to see great technique, a positive performance, a confident demeanour and so on. And like most things, positive visualisation needs to be done on a regular basis to have a good effect. Uh, positive visualisation simply involves relaxing and then seeing yourself being successful in whatever task it is you want to excel at. You know, if you want to improve a technique, then see yourself performing that technique perfectly. Uh, find someone whose technique you really want to emulate and see yourself performing it in exactly the same way. If you want more confidence for your kata performance or your sparring or whatever, then see yourself perform those things confidently and successfully. If you want to improve your self-defense skills, then rehearse potential scenarios in your mind and see yourself deal with the situation realistically and efficiently. My favorite method for visualization has always just been to sit or lie down, uh, ensure I'm as comfortable as possible, and I then take a deep breath in through my nose, hold it for a couple of seconds, and then exhale out through my mouth. I try to concentrate solely on my breathing, clear my mind, and I'll repeat the breathing cycle until I feel very relaxed. I can then start to see myself being successful in as much detail as I possibly can. Now, when viewing themselves inside the mind's eye, some people prefer to see themselves from within, um, so seeing what you'd actually see, and others prefer to see themselves as an outside observer, like watching yourself from the outside. And personally, I don't think it really matters, and whatever works for you is what you should go with. Um, in order to make our visualisation as productive as possible, we need to make use of at least three of our five senses, you know, to make it real, make it 3D, if you like. So in our visualisation, we need to be aware of the sights, the sounds, the smell, the tactile sensations, and even the taste of the successful environment and situation we see in our mind's eye. The more detail we can visualise, the more effective the visualisation will be. It's also important that the visualisation is an accurate representation of the reality of what is being visualised. If you're using visualisation to prepare for a grading, then you know, you're going to experience nervousness on the day. Okay, So don't deny that in your visualisation. Keep it real. Feel the nervousness and see yourself being glad that that nervousness is there, knowing that the adrenaline will make you perform even better. In your mind's eye, view the nerves in a positive light, and then you'll be much more likely to do the exact same thing and deal with the nerves positively on the day. 
If you're visualising self-defence scenarios, then it's no good if you see yourself taking out all the bad guys with leaping kicks. If you do succumb to fantasy, then the mental rehearsal will be nothing like the reality, and hence all mental practice was pointless. As, as a quick aside, you know, uh, fantasy thinking can be a problem when doing the moving visualisation associated with kata practice. If you see realistic bunkai taking place, then the combination of physical movement with effective visualisation can be very potent. If, however, your enemies in your mind's eye are of the type that stand on the compass points, patiently waiting their turn to lunge punch at you before freezing, then you're visualising something that will never work and will never happen, so the training is rendered useless. Um, anyway, back to visualisation training generally. Um, Remember that visualization training has uses beyond the martial arts. You know, if, if you were to give a, um, a public speech, uh, then practice that speech through visualization. That way, when the time comes to give the speech, um, as far as your subconscious is concerned, you've given that speech successfully many, many times before, and then you're far more likely to give a solid performance. If you've got a job interview coming up, then practice that through visualization training too. Anticipate all the questions and see yourself giving strong answers in a relaxed and confident way. All this extra internal practice will really help on the day of the interview. Um, whatever you're visualising, see yourself being very successful at every stage of the activity. See yourself acting in a confident and positive way. Above all else, visualise with great intensity how fantastic your success feels. Um, now, on completion of the visualisation, relax for a little while longer and then just get up and get on with the rest of your day. You know, it's a remarkably simple process, but it can yield remarkable results. All you need to do is make yourself comfortable. Take deep breaths and give yourself some time to relax. Visualise yourself being successful. Relax a little while longer and then get on with your day. Uh, there are a few pitfalls to avoid though. Uh, one thing uh, we need to be mindful of, and we kind of touched on earlier, is to be sure that negativity doesn't creep in during visualisation. Uh, sometimes this attempted hijacking by negativity can be unsubtle as your thoughts straying so they actually visualise a negative outcome. Um, so that's pretty easy to realise you've done that and get it back on track. But it can also be more subtle things. It can be uh, like a kind of negative soundtrack playing in the background. So that although you're visualising a positive outcome, the background thoughts are along the lines of, you know, it won't really happen that way. You're wasting, uh, wasting your time with all this. It won't work and everything's still certain to go wrong. You know, and again, in that case, I would suggest that once you hear that negative soundtrack, you can spot that things have gone astray. And uh, upon realising that, draw yourself back to a wholly positive uh, visualisation. Because sometimes the negativity in visualisation can be very subtle. It may be that you inadvertently visualise yourself as being smaller than you are, or that your mental image of yourself is less colourful, uh, as in greyer, than the surrounding people and places. These types of subtle shift are indicative of negative thoughts being subtly present. You should be the most colourful, largest, radiant image around which everything else pales by comparison. All aspects of your visualisation need to be positive if you're going to get the most benefit from visualisation. In my martial arts training, I've used positive visualisation for decades. And I can confirm from my own personal experience that visualisation works amazingly well. You know, the fights I've won, the gradings I've passed, the books I've written and the techniques I've applied have all been seen in my mind's eye before they became an actuality. I've successfully competed, successfully taken my grading exam, successfully authored a book, successfully applied a technique in my mind's eye before I'd done it physically. So I was, I was therefore a success before I was successful, if you see what I mean. Um, so the human mind, is, it's the most complicated thing in the known universe. Its power's vast. Um, and also, you know, 
don't underestimate the power of thought. Everything you see around you once started as a thought inside somebody's head. Um, the electronic device you're listening to this podcast on was once just a thought. It was a, you know, an engineer, a designer, a marketer's thought. Uh, the microphone I'm speaking into, that was just a thought. The, the house you live in was once just somebody's thought. The car you drive was once just somebody's thought. Now, I know it may sound a tad mystical, but the fact that our lives are shaped by our thoughts is profoundly down to earth. There's nothing magical about it. Thoughts precede actions, and actions precede results. If you want the right results, you've got to get your thoughts right. Our lives are shaped by our actions, and our actions results from our thoughts. Uh, what we think about will manifest itself in our lives through the simple process of cause and effect. Now, if you can't even think a good technique, how do you expect to be able to apply a good technique? How do you expect to, expect to be able to do it in reality if you can't even think it? Um, and, and you know what? Again, how many times have you heard people say that uh, after a poor performance, that you know I just couldn't get my mind right, I couldn't focus, I couldn't get into the zone, and so on? Uh, all these failings are mental, not physical. And visualization is an additional chance to practice the mental side of what we do and to ensure we get it right because we practice it a lot. I know some people who have tried visualization but find their mind keeps wandering off the task in hand. Well, that shows you lack mental focus. And visualization training will help you develop that focus. I also know of some who can't visualize success or deem doing so unrealistic. No, so for them, failure is realistic and success unrealistic. They therefore anticipate failure. Indeed, they probably see themselves as failures. This negative self-fulfilling mindset needs changed and visualization can again help with that. If you're good at something, well, why shouldn't success be more realistic than failure? Um, and how do we get good at things? Well, we practice them and visualization training is internal mental practice. Visualization training gives us that opportunity. I also know people who say, well, you know, they can't visualize intently or accurately enough. Well, that just needs more practice too. Visualization is a great supplement to training because we can do it anywhere and with no equipment. You can train as a passenger in a car while sitting at your desk on a plane before you go to sleep at night, before you get out of your bed in the morning, when you're injured, when you're tired, when you're ill and so on. Visualization is a time-tested and scientifically proven way to increase performance, and it can be a great supplement to physical training. It can help uh, develop skill, it can uh, improve performance, it can boost confidence and help give you a positive self-image. It can help you rehearse so that you're incredibly well prepared for any task that you're undertaking, whether it be you know inside or outside the dojo. All you've got to do is find 10 minutes a couple of times a day to mentally work on any area you wish to improve or rehearse. Um, and I'm sure you'll find that your visualization training with practice will have a very positive effect on your performance, your confidence and your overall mindset. Well, I hope you enjoyed that discussion on visualization training. As I say, I think it's a very effective, uh, very potent way of training. If it's not something that's part of your own training mix at the moment, uh, I hope you'll consider making it uh, part of it because I'm sure it won't be something you'll regret and something that you'll get a great deal out of. Uh, just before I go, just a reminder to check out the Practical Katabunkai videos that we've been uh, doing. Uh, you can access all of them via the website and YouTube, of course. Uh, so Practical Katabunkai, that's the name of the, the, the YouTube 
YouTube uh, page uh, if you want to find that. And if you could subscribe to the newsletters or follow us on uh, Twitter or like the Facebook page, you'll get to know about those uh, those videos as and when they come out as well. Uh, just before I go, I just want to thank you again for listening in. I really appreciate it. Every time we get the numbers on these, it, it always blows me away. When you add up how many people have listened to it directly via the site, who've downloaded it, who've listened to it via iTunes, etc. I mean, each episode's got several thousand listeners. It, it amazes me and, and, and humbles me as well. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening in. I really appreciate it. You, you, there's obviously a lot of you out there telling people about it because the, the listening figures just keep going up and up and up. And, I, and you know, I'm really grateful for that because, again, as much as I enjoy making them, as I've said before, it'd be pointless if nobody listened to them. <laughs> and you are listening to them in large numbers, so I'm very, very grateful for that. So, uh, hopefully, I'll try and get another bonus podcast out uh, during the month if I can. Uh, if my workload doesn't permit that, then we'll certainly back, uh, be back with one uh, next month. Uh, I hope you have a great month until then. So, okay, I'll speak to you soon. Uh, take care and thanks once again. All the best. Bye now.